0: Now, get ready to talk hockey. Streaming from the
1: Oilers Live Studio.
0: Subscribe or follow today. Hey, 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 it's Michael here with another edition of Oilers Live. Except it's on a Thursday night. Had a few scheduling changes and we're coming back to you Thursday night. Uh, And you know what, as it turns out, it's a... uh, been a busy couple days in the NHL as far as the uh, Western teams go we've had a couple signings and a couple of uh, big things in the news and Ken Holland's been out to speak my guests tonight none other than Dash Mike Dashney Dash in the park and Mr. Kirk Morris himself KM rights one on Twitter. welcome guys thanks for joining me. It sounded sincere, right? The thanks part. Did that sound sincere?
1: <laughs> How are you guys doing? You know where the talent? You know where the talent lies.
0: <laughs> I know where the talent lies. I know you. You guys are lucky. You're even allowed back on the show. <laughs> I, I, no, shit, I, I'm shocked week after week after yeah. <laughs> week when I get the invite. To be honest, <laughs>
1: I, 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 I'm assuming I won't get the last word.
0: This week. No, no last word. We're giving it to, Never we're giving it to
1: the man. Never again.
0: There.
1: <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> the statement you wrote though. That was, uh, that was, that was, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, as far good. as using the cheat code goes, you know, I, we should probably talk tonight about how you completely declared 100% that the Oilers are not going to win the Stanley cup. I thought that was brave of you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Eric. We'll see. So we have had some big news the last couple of days. Let's talk some hockey tonight. Lots of things uh, going on and lots of little things going on with the others, and maybe not so little things. But um, of course, Kyler Yamamoto signed for two years at 6.2, 3.1, 0.1 better than uh, Mr. Puliarvi, right? Is that that how we're supposed to take that plus a year? I don't know. I mean, what, uh, you know, we got to look at that contract, it means something. Obviously, uh, uh, solves the arbitration problem, which is nice. I don't think anybody's surprised at the uh, deal size. I think everybody was thinking somewhere a little bit higher than puliarvi around there. 20-goal uh, guy, Yamamoto, guy that everybody wants on their line, apparently, according to Woodcroft uh a guy that uh is liked by the team still a bit of a show me contract right two-year bridge
2: deal still got yep. one more year left of rfa after this is done
0: yeah so i mean i you know let's uh dash start with you i mean what are your thoughts on the contract
1: i guess it'd be one year at three and a half or or two at six so pretty much where it came out um you know, yeah, I think it was uh, a RV plus one for sure. No different than when uh, Columbus dealt out Seth Jones and then had to pay Wierenski after Chicago dished out that deal and had to pay him $9 million plus one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it didn't come to much of a surprise. Obviously, just glad they avoided arbitration and glad that uh, we've got Kyler locked up for a couple more years.
0: Yeah, no, I think uh I mean I can't agree can't uh, disagree with that. Your thoughts, Kirk?
2: Thought it was a good signing, man. Like it's right right where he deserves, uh you know, and, and then you got the extra year on top of it, which I thought was good, you know. Um now it's just McLeod that's left the to, to sign. And well Benson of course there too, but that's minimal. Yeah. Minimal worry there, it's just mainly McLeod that that's the big, the big fish left, so.
0: Yeah. When's his arbitration date?
2: I don't think he's got arbitration. Or,
0: oh no, he's not, uh, that's right. No, he has no, no arbitration. arbitration. No arbitration yep. rights this, uh, time. Uh, so that's it. Um, yeah, actually that's it for the Oilers on arbitration. Sorry, my bad. Uh, they just got to sign him. I'd be curious what, uh, what happens there. The Oilers are right now just a little bit over the cap. Uh, if you, uh, count in LTIR, I think it works out to be around like 650 K if I'm not mistaken, yep. somewhere around there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, still McLeod left a sign and obviously some work, work yet to be done. Uh, today, I mean, I heard, um, Ken Holland, uh, on, uh, past guest, uh, Reed Wilkins show talking about uh, Pugliarvi, talking about the Yamamoto signing, talking about the team going into next season. And then I saw some snippets of other, you know, quotes that Ken Holland said when asked about uh, Kessel, of course, right? Um, You know, not uh, saying yes or no to negotiations there. Uh, I mean, we've seen that before from uh, from Ken Holland and it only meant one thing, right? And of course, you know, as you know, the insiders rarely ask a question that they don't already have half an answer to. Um, so they know there's, you know, there's a little bit of smoke there. What do you guys think? I mean, this is um, obviously some, you know, some dominoes need to fall, right? Uh Harvey, Fogle, these are guys that are, you know, maybe on the, on the way out, potentially on the way out. What do you guys think? Where does, where does Pooley end up, uh, starting the season?
2: Kirk? I have no idea, man. Like, I, like I said, they're at the round table. Anything can still happen. Uh, I'd say Fogle goes first. Like if any, I, I think he's the most expendable one out of the whole group. Well, you know, and that's it, not, no, that's not necessarily
0: that Ken Holland's, like, maybe it's not his <laughs> choice, most. though, right? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, who, you know. Why is he the most expendable? Well, that's, I mean, that's the one that everybody, I think, you know, I think everybody.
2: Analytically, yeah, analytically wise. Yeah. And big versus salary,
1: airs. but I mean, I would argue that Play RV has that title because he doesn't want to be there. Right? Like Fogel's, you know, I heard Yamamoto mention Fogel five times in his in his pressers today after signing the contract. And him and um, Bouchard and and Fogel and they're they're tight. Like they're super, super close. And you look at any time Hyman or McDavid or anybody's doing anything, Fogel's always there. No, he's, I think Fogel he's was right traded for Ethan Bear because he was a workout, workout partner picture, right? of Connor McDavid. Right? Like I don't think that makes that team happy. Now they might, you know, with that same breath say, all right, I understand we have to win a cup and, you know, maybe this is the best bang for our buck, but I, I don't know. I, I really think that. I, I I think that it. I still think it might be Barry, you guys. I really do. I, I just, you know, and Holland's got decades of doing this and what's important to him and, you know, maybe not from a trade standpoint, but he's always been a pretty decent asset manager.
2: Well, who's who's going to be the trade partner with with Barry? Because he's not going to Dallas because they signed Colin White yeah, or Colin well, Miller. I, sorry, and then Seattle. they J- I don't know. JP sorry. and
1: Fogle have negative value, right? If you have to give a sweetener <clears throat> to trade one of those guys, like is is then is that your best decision? And and if. Tyson Berry is the only one that can bring back positive value in a on an asset management piece, and you can get a Miller type defenseman for a million and a half from somebody. Yeah, that's- the problem with
0: that thought process, though, Dash, is like you you're not you're not trading either of these players. You're trading them so you can get below the cap, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, <laughs> people know that, right? The other GMs know that. You know, you're not at a point of Negotiation. It's, it's, um, you know, I, I mean, mean, you can start Fogel in the minors. You could start Fogel in the minors. Yeah,
2: you don't think anybody's going to pick him up off of waivers? Well,
0: I mean, that solves your problem. Well, that solves your problem, doesn't it? And
1: he's got negative value and he goes away for yeah. free. That's, that's, I think, probably what Holland would look for, man. Um, ultimately, then he doesn't have to give up the asset. I heard Holland say in his, uh, interview with Reed Wilkins today on, on Ched. He said, uh, I
0: fully expect this to be the lineup that we go into the next season. with. Yeah. That's hundred percent. What he said surprised me. And he, right. you know, you he guys, said if, it, if he wanted to trade, he didn't he
1: RV. He could have paid him one year, 3 million and gave him a $1.5 million signing bonus. Would have made zero difference to Cates. Cause he still pays him three would have made zero difference to the cap. Cause it's still 3 million. And that would have been extremely attractive for a team like Buffalo, or Arizona, trying to get to the cap floor to take somebody that only takes a million and a half in real money versus a $3 million cap hit. If he wanted to make him attractive, he could have.
2: It could still happen, you know, and he, sure. said, he said towards the end of the interview, he says, I'm going to be making some more phone calls, which means he is probably right. going to actively shopping.
1: But boys, but, in terms of asset management, if he really wanted to make that a wash or just have it go away, instead of it being a sweetener or negative value, why wouldn't he do
2: that? It could still happen. No, no, it can't happen. I'm yeah, talking on no. my ass here. It's already stretched. There right? was no, there was no performance bonuses added onto that new contract at all. Wow, nope. three million li- one year. That's you it. figure Lado would be pushing hard for... for Well, maybe that was part of the part of stickling point there with the performance bonuses on, on his end rather than the team.
1: I end. think Ken Holland expects to get a second or third <clears throat> line winger that he can move up and down the lineup that's defensively responsible that'll score 20-some goals for $3 million
0: a year. Why do you move a player like that? And Lato's yeah. negotiation... He doesn't well have to. Is, just yeah. is, ...is as much about getting Puliyarvi out of the Oilers system as it is about, you know, the year itself. Right. I mean, he had to factor that in, right. Like he's got to, you know, Mm -hmm. if he's negotiating on behalf of Pugliarvi, he's negotiating a a contract that would serve his client well in a trade, right. That would make him a tradable Mm -hmm. asset. And you know, that I think at 3 million one year, that's a tradable asset. It's just the question is, you know, who and and what, and is the trade available, right? And what do you I get? Agreed at? with
1: what Holland said today. There's a there's an intangible to having a player on a one year contract that's hungry.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, that's so, exactly what he said. Which was yeah. the first indication that Puliyarvi might be starting the year. I've com- I've completely yeah. flipped
1: this week. I, I once I saw those things and I'd heard those different details i i've completely flipped I, I do really think we'll see jp in do, the lineup
2: do you guys think that his uh enters um i don't know how you call it like uh drop dead date i guess would be the trade deadline like do you trade him at the trade deadline if wait,
0: you, you wait if and see what you bump
2: got it up or yeah yeah show right. me what you got deal right yeah
0: i mean look wait, it's it no has positive they, value there's no yep. lose too if you if you keep them right like um <laughs> josh, yeah, tough calls listening and on facebook he's saying uh, thank you because he, this is what he was saying last week on the uh on the show so we agree with him
1: i can admit when i'm uh, wrong josh and I, I say he gone i say he gone <laughs> but i just thought that yeah I, I, the more i analyzed it and looked at it I, I just i changed my mind i really do i think we'll see him back
0: yeah i you know i get it um I still think he's gone like he, he doesn't finish the year. in an. He's Oiler, not long and I, Oiler. I said that before, right? Like I said, it's possible he could, he could start the season in Oilers colors. I just don't see him finishing the season in Oilers colors. And th- the only thing that is the big question mark for me will be, you know, what, what return do they get at the deadline? Right. I just, I, th- I think that, I think there's a a really good player there in Poiriervy. I mm-hmm. really I believe that 100%. I don't know that we'll ever see that in Edmonton. And Holland wow. even talked about that today. Right? And with uh, Reed Wilkins, he talked about you know how when you get a coaching change, you get utilized differently and it'll affect your performance, right? um and it's mm-hmm. clear you know there would, i mean he kind Spirals. of not clear but i felt like he was hinting that hey you know Yamamoto's on the good side of of Woodcroft and Puljvarsi right now he's playing a third line role right yeah. mm-hmm. and so you know Puljvarsi isn't going to get the chance to prove that he's a top 6 forward in Edmonton at least anytime soon <laughs> maybe maybe he you know maybe he comes out of the gate you know just blazing and he starts to get tops, top six minutes and that'll change my mind. And there, that's the, to me, that's the only thing that changes whether he, you know, finishes in an Oilers uniform. I just don't think, like, you know, talking about Fogle is a good example. Talking about Yamamoto is a good example. That's a tight-knit crew, right? When you see pictures, you see pictures with uh, Fogle, you see pictures with Yamo. you know, these guys are, you know, those guys are the team, right? Holland refers to a tight dressing room all the time. Yeah. And, and so i like, I, I just, I want to be clear. I like Pooley as a player and I think he's going to, I think he's got, he's going to be an NHL player and, and could very mm-hmm. well be a top six player in the league. I just don't think it's going to be in Edmonton. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, kelly and i think uh, he becomes the chip at
1: the trade deadline to bring us that you know i've said numerous times that i think we've got a young enough defense core that we need help at the trade deadline but a good enough defense core that we'll get to the playoffs and with you know relative ease so i i don't mind playing these young guys to get them developed and and then bringing the beef in later and then yes it becomes that trade bait then so be it right like hypothetical world he goes to detroit and we get Ben Charat or that's exactly Not what means for the playoff <laughs> run. Yeah. Ben
0: Charat. There we go. Let's
1: go. Let's get it. So you think we'll find ourselves a Jeff Petrie.
0: <laughs> you think Justin uh, Schultz, you think I hear Barry? He might be a I mean we Norris trophy winner someday. The Barry conversation has kind of slowed down a little bit, right? <laughs> Amazing, he's I he's
2: another think. one that's well-loved in that dressing room. That, I, that's, that's the reason why I don't think they're going to trade him. Like just, but on the other hand, like, are you trying to win a championship or you just want to play hockey with your buddies?
1: Well, what side of your mouth are you talking out of Kirk? You can't keep fuck Fogle <laughs> because he's trade Fogle because he's not their buddy, but then keep Barry. Cause he's their buddy. Make okay. your mind up. <laughs> I'm
2: playing <laughs> devil's advocate, man. You know, Oh, you know, it's you know, called just, Humpty
1: Dumpty sitting on the fence.
0: <laughs> Holy. Oh, I, look, I, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, it's going to be a, you know, that's got to be a big part of it, right? You want guys that uh, all want to play. This is maybe the first time in a little while we've seen, like, a really tight-knit team too, right? Like, when you look at that top six, these are guys that, you know, they all want to play together, right? Like, McDavid yeah. loves Evander Kane. Right, like that. Burn I, I, I Not like the best I think players he ever played is, with. That is mm-hmm. about as obvious a thing as you ever get. Right, like he loves got, Evander. Other, Kee- th- other like, than Lucic, don't forget Connor McDavid had
1: posters <laughs> of Lucic on his Lucic. wall as a child, yeah. and picked him as his 13 year old Connor McDavid <laughs> as the. <laughs> That might really like to play with in the NHL, but, and yeah. they love no. Hyman. I
0: mean, everybody. You know loves what Hyman. is Lucic 2.0? He's what you Yamo. Know, Kane is everything he wanted Lucic to be. Yamo, Drysaddle, Nuge, right? Like that, that that top six there. That's a tight knit group, right? Yeah. McLeod's in that group as well. Oh, for sure, and Fogel, and then look yeah. with, B- with Bouchard is the and guy on the way out, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you look yeah. at that.
1: You know what though but you know go somewhere else yes uh, and you're gonna play third line for carolina you're gonna play for chicago second or third line in chicago or yep. or buffalo too and do you want to play third line with ryan nugent hopkins and mcleod and um yanmark and holloway. guys like those are and holloway that's yeah that's the other one i was exactly thinking of Like, that's high, high end skill. That's high end speed. That's high end talent on a third line. So,
2: you know, I
1: don't know. You need a one year show me you're in the right place, I I think.
2: Yeah. I I don't know why they they keep. Like, Ladle keeps thinking he's a top six player, a middle six at best. Or, well, but he, you know, he, can you know, be, versatility, he can be a right? top
0: six player, right, if he's utilized right. I just don't think my, – my thing is Confident. I think he is a top six player. I just don't see, think he's a top six player on the Oilers, and it has right nothing now. to do with his skill level to me. It has everything to do with perception. Between his ears. It's perception, though, right? Like it's not just his ears; it's between what's in between Connor's ears and in Leon's ears, and and I, you know, I, I just remember I looking at the I body language, yeah, though, really do. looking at the body language of of Connor when you know, anytime Puliyarvi makes a mistake, it's different, and that's, still see, and that, that that shit doesn't change, right? Like that's just that's just the way things are, in... It, you play any sport, guys know that, right? Like you could be the best player out there, but if the if another player doesn't like you, then they just they'll quit passing to you, and and that I think is where where it's ended up. I think that's why I think if Puliyarvi goes someplace else, he'll blossom. he'll he'll be He'll be back to that point of game player, and he'll find some line mates that they'll have a neat name and call him whatever, and you know maybe maybe it'll be the the you know. Fin, Finn line somewhere, and, and they'll do really great, and and Pliarvi have a great career. I just don't see it being in Edmonton. I you know, don't know. Michael, I, I,
1: you, you've told me enough stories about your men's leagues games over the last <laughs> yeah, year yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I know damn well. You know that guys bark at each other on the bench. Uh, for every time you see Connor McDavid pissed off at JP, I'll find you ten videos of them laughing. Ch- Cheering, celebrating, no, thugging. this is
0: different. I disagree, hundred percent. I don't disagree. know, man. I, I think, uh, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think there are times that they, but I just there's enough there that I think there's that you know I've seen enough. I've seen the, you know, I've seen the expressions. I've seen the body language. I just I think it's more than you know once or twice barking at a guy and then laughing the next time right? Like, you know, I just think there's more. Kessel
1: and Malkin bark at each other for an entire season. They want a fricking Stanley cup, man. And where'd Kessel end up? In the, with the Edmonton Oilers <laughs> in 21, 22. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the iron man.
0: <laughs> Where did Kessel end
1: He might, look looks like he drinks mayonnaise for his pregame, but he's the iron man of the NHL. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, you know, Mc uh, and, and Kelly says it too. You ever see a lot of pictures of, of Kessel and Malkin hanging out? They were good line mates. You know, he's brought up the same thing. It doesn't, you know. There's a lot of times when uh, Pulley oh, and McDavid were great together, right? Pulley yeah. had a great mm-hmm. start to the season.
2: It was a tale of two seasons, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Great start to the season. I just, I think <laughs> overall, I just think there's, there's more to it than just. You know how good is is I I don't think he's going to succeed on this Oilers team, and you know
2: it's just a strange, like He's where's he, where else is he going to play? You
0: yeah, don't sign I Vander Kane and put him on the top. You know, and put Pulley there. Right. I was
2: watching the uh, the games there, like uh, like especially the games there versus Los Angeles, and his like I'm trying to you know just kind of dissect what went wrong it's not all the defensive plays where he did excel. It was just that one key play, just a finish, you know, pardon the pun, but it just, just that D play, you know, scoring chance D play to, to, to be a difference maker on that line. And when he started playing on that third line, he had a little bit more, I don't know, flexibility, a little more creative freedom, I guess you could say you know, when it started building his confidence back up and he started scoring again there in the playoffs, you could see that the entire, the entire team was stoked. So, yeah, start then, him out you on the what? third that, line. That changes, success and then,
0: changes everything, right? Yeah. Like it does, it changes everything. Um, but sometimes, you know, you go through a little bit of a tough patch and that changes a lot too right it changes the way yeah. other players look at you anyway i you know yeah. my view of it is is still and i contend that um end of the season we're not going to see pulley rv in an oilers uniform unless and that this is the caveat unless he has this amazing season and he's the piece that we need to finish the season and he becomes a rental because we can't afford him next year no matter you know if he's if he's that good we can't afford him. And he's just a rental that we already signed for the year. Right. Like he's a one year guy and you lose him in the off season and you figure out how you're going to do it. But. And we um, can't afford another
1: Finn to hang out with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, so that's kind of the way where I see that. I mean, I, you know, and, and maybe that's the Kessel Melkin thing, right. You know, very similar sort of scenario. Right. And you eventually you can't afford all of your players. Um, yeah, that's, that's
2: just out of curiosity, if you're willing to sign Kessel, how much would you sign him for?
0: That's oh, who you trade. Man.
2: That's a good... Just hypothetical. Don't even, don't even worry about trades, just signing him like, money-wise. He's 34, but I, right? think
1: it, I don't think you can do that without taking that into consideration because if you trade JP, you're going to get $3 million, which means you got, what, two... 2.7 left to sign McLeod. So that's 1. 1.5, 1. 1.4 left. So will you, 1. will you play 5? for 1.4 million? Will you play for 1.25? I think that's really what it comes yep. down to, dude. I'm sure he wants not- to play for two. I'm sure he wants to play for two and a half, but if he wants yeah. to play for Edmonton, that's, that's what you got to play for.
2: Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Just a little bit over a mil, like a million and a half. Max, like he's 34, 35 years old, can't skate worth a shit, but... Never could, man. Yeah, that's so what, true. Yeah, like, never could. What is it about... 499 like, I, Am I the only later? one
0: that's not excited about this Kessel thing?
1: He should have won the Conn Smythe Trophy that year, man. That was a gift to Sid from the NHL. That was a PR trophy. Just like Matthew's getting the freaking heart this year. Con- Kessel was the best... You don't... <laughs> Look what Duncan Keith did for our team. He's a Con Smythe winner. <laughs> I couldn't keep my straight face. Sorry. <laughs> Why not bring in another guy that's a Con Smythe winner? Like, Bill are, Kessel.
0: You, like, Who cares that, if he's slow? He, he never could skate. He's the Iron Man. Are you, are you excited about Kessel potentially being on the Oilers' dash? Yeah, absolutely. Like, what is it? What is it that excites you about having him on the Oilers'? where do you slot in,
1: player 500 career nhl goals he plays third uh, who, line five hundred because he doesn't NHL want,
0: goals i mean we had a hall of fame defenseman on our roster last year and you hated having him on there so don't don't now you're <laughs> yeah no but about that's one player,
1: man. We got,
2: flip-flopping you know what,
1: yeah. Yeah. We, got, we, got, <laughs> we lost eight of our nine <laughs> oldest players it's okay. not just dunking yeah, yeah.
2: Keith, you guys.
1: No, I know. Five thousand eight hundred and seventy-eight career games walked out the dressing room. When this you year.
0: think Kessel's the leader? That five thousand
1: eight hundred career you. games. You got to bring somebody in with Kessel's experience. The leader, you more veteran
0: of help. Kessel's the leader of what, Michael? Kessel is the leader this team needs, the veteran presence this team needs. No,
1: right? no, but he's stability in the playoffs, and he's somebody that's willing to play the third line happily. He's somebody that can contribute all the time on the third line. He's somebody that can play up. He's a right-winger. We need more right-wingers. We need the depth. He's, just Checking like Evander Kane point. last year, going to play a, a, a talent way above what he's going to get paid. He should be getting three million or three and a half million anywhere with the amount of goals he can score. Kessel, like what 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 are you not excited about?
2: You want Colton (laughs) (laughs) Sear?
0: You want him back? Are we going with Devin Shore? (laughs) Devin Shore's winning us a cup. Where do you where do you slot him in? Like where are you slotting him in?
1: Third or fourth line right wing. Where do you?
0: Yes, and Kessel will play at this point yeah. in time put, in his career. You put Kessel in. Kessel
1: wants to play 28 minutes a night at this point in time in, he's in his not career. Going, he's, not playing,
0: he's not playing third line because you got Pugliarvi there.
1: Hmm, then maybe
0: JP
1: plays fourth line every once in a while, or maybe JP's the one you that gets traded.
0: Put, you can't yeah. put, I, like, there's no way in hell. I mean, I get maybe you don't love... <laughs> I get you don't love uh, maybe Pooley I don't know maybe you do maybe you don't but you can't put him on the fourth line Kelly thinks he's on the third I, I
1: mean line. it's a deep team what do you want to do you that's, want like that's a good problem to have as our good friend Josh Bolton is screaming through his <laughs> device right now I'm your number you're my number one fan tonight Josh I know that you're, 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 you're feeling me
0: Phil I, I
1: don't know yeah like I I, think so. I, I really I think get, so.
0: Other than it's a name, it's a name everybody knows. The name, a name of a guy. Okay, hey,
2: keep that JP on the goals. third
0: line. Then, do you want Kessel scoring twenty goals versus fourth line competition? Not scoring he will twenty goals. You think he will? Well, you just yeah. told me JP
1: can't leave the third line.
0: <laughs> I can't take him off the third line. Yes, yeah, so I can't put him put on put the fourth Kessel? line. That's what I'm saying.
1: I'll put him on the fourth line. Then he's not. He'll score 20, twenty on the fourth line. he's going to play with new Ryan Ryan or
2: five minutes a night because
1: he's going to be, no, because he'll get 12 minutes a night and he'll be playing against other teams, third and fourth lines and third pairing defensemen. 19, 19, 20 on a terrible team. How many goals barely had the puck in the other team?
2: Oh, that castle had eight, eight goals. Yeah. But that was on Arizona. You got to take that into consideration there too. They weren't exactly a powerhouse. I mean Tell me so. I'm wrong. What what do you who cares? So you surround rotate him, you, him around. You, you put Kessel in the lineup, you surround him with good players. Hell, even playing with dry once in a while, he's gonna do something. Guaranteed in order
1: to have in order to have those the top six as you guys have it, there's there's gotta be somebody that's left handed playing right wing in the top six. You got Hyman there or you've got Kane there? If not, Yamamoto. It's Yamamoto, Kane, or Hyman. That's who's going to play in the top six right wing. You got JP in, in the third slot. And we're, right now we got Devin Shore. Yeah, Kane and Yamamoto. As our fourth line, six, you think right. we're better off with Devin Shore at the same price um, as Phil Castle?
0: Yeah, if you, I mean, okay.
1: Yeah, Kessel's I'll, not going to complain about playing fourth line take, and he'll score 15 goals. I will goals. take
0: that. I'll take Phil Kessel when, over Devon Shore on the fourth
2: line. Well, that's what—that's the, excite- the difference.
1: Like, what?
0: Oh, I don't That's get the it.
1: excitement. I just told you. The gap better between Devon Shore and Phil
2: Kessel. More, more depth. Be- better depth. Yeah. yeah. Guy that can score, too. And he could slot him in on the second, second power I mean, play. He can play there too, first
0: line. It. He can play power <laughs> play. He can score. He hasn't scored... Like he scored twenty the year before, but he scored eight yeah. last year and fourteen the year before that.
1: Yeah, twenty in how many games the year
0: before? And, and it was a full season, I think, no, fifty six. Yeah, it, so fifty. Yeah, thank right. you. Yeah,
1: yeah COVID oh, that extrapolates yeah. out to thirty some goals in less than twenty four months. Oh, ago. in the
0: uh, in the bubble. Right? Who
1: gave a shit in Arizona last year? Michael, answer that question.
0: <laughs> no, he played without fans, it just like he does every year. Well, <laughs> Exactly yeah. oh. Is that I don't even know how to take that. I mean I, yeah I'll, okay I'm excited you take him over shore yeah okay I'll get excited I just you know <laughs> Kelly says he's going to hang out at the other team's blue line that's what he'll he'll be doing yeah that's, on
1: the that's, fourth line that's yeah. fine it's exactly what Archibald did yeah, yeah. Well, Archibald. Well, tell me I'm wrong that's exactly what Cassia did. Those guys were awful. I just awful Kessel defensively. Doesn't,
0: Kessel doesn't, you know, scream to me veteran leadership in the dressing room.
1: I did I completely disagree. I think he's one of the most popular players on his team everywhere he goes. I think his I don't give a F attitude is exactly what makes him popular.
2: I mean King They hang, hang out there Pretty good then If they don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why they. I think you just, just Named their new line Avenger King. Avenger I don't give King. a fuck <laughs> no, no F's to give Oh man I Hey There's Woody on the bench Patting him I don't no, know No F's line Let's go
0: all right. Well, Kel- Kelly's got another thing here. Thanks for all the uh, comments. Kelly uh, says, "What about Kelly?" Thanks uh, for
1: bringing us back on the rails. Step and
0: foremost for Stasny <laughs> for veteran leadership. Oh boy!
2: It's once again, money. How do how do you make it work?
0: Sure, Paul Stasny
1: at one point two five thirty five
2: year old Paul Stasny. Yeah, I'll take him too. Yeah,
0: uh, you just got to make. Do him you fit, honestly though. believe though that Kessel's like signing for a close to the league minimum?
1: If he wants to come to
0: Edmonton. You think if he, he wants, wants to come away. to Edmonton? I guess is the next question. I mean, Where that's I'll the rumor. You I mean, that's the...
1: Colorado doesn't have
0: room for him. He's not going mean, go to want to go to Calgary. We don't have room for him, right? I mean, we got to drop somebody to put him in there.
2: Do you think Toronto-, uh, Toronto doesn't have any money left either?
1: <laughs> hey, I was talking to Garfield. We're going to have some room.
0: <laughs> I, look, I <laughs> hey, maybe maybe he comes in, uh, you know, a little PTO told me. little PTO action, hell yeah, maybe yeah. Cadre on, on a cha- PTO on, as well. <laughs>
1: bring on Chase on back, too, the king of PTOs. Let's take Chase
2: yeah. on issues, yeah, right? Uh, what about Evan Rodriguez? Would he fit on this team? He's a right winger, but no, no we've so got, got Devin Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want scoring, right?
0: Okay. Yeah, as sure as Michael Hebert's promised land. Thank you, Kelly. Kelly's got the statement of the night here. As much as you want, Kessel isn't Corey Perry and the Oilers aren't Tampa. Admiral Hotdog isn't going to Edmonton to play on the fourth line. And what horrible yeah, man might put JP on the okay. fourth line? Are you okay? Like that's, right. that's, okay. Okay. That's okay.
1: Okay, the, the horrible man, that's fair. The horrible I, man. I'll what? take. I'll take that on the chin.
0: You that's know, and, cool. and maybe that's but, the most sense here. Is is and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is is Kessel coming to Edmonton to play on the fourth line? What do
1: you mean or? he's not Corey Perry? He's an asshole. <laughs> he's not Corey. He Perry. hates the media. He's slow. He's got amazing hands in front of the net. He's won a Stanley Cup.
0: Do two. players hate? Cor- he's, do players he's hate an Kessel absolute as much as they hate Corey Perry. Like no, I you like no. I hate Corey Perry just by looking at him. I hate Corey Perry too. Like you just look at Corey Perry and you hate the guy. That's can why I, I want Kessler him on the Kessler out teams. of retirement? I want Corey Perry. Let's get Corey Michael,
1: Perry.
2: How do we Hashtag get Corey bring
1: Perry? back Kessler. Pete Kessler on a PTO. That's the name of this episode. You
2: definitely won't win a cup if you have Perry on your team.
1: Yeah. Well yeah. Get but, to the finals every there. year, but get to but the finals, yeah. You definitely won't there. win.
2: Mm-hmm. Is that third team now? He's Dallas, Montreal, Bring back now, the, yeah. yeah.
1: Bring back the big rig.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, and I are on the same. Thing. He says an asshole who everybody loves. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean,
1: is he talking about me or are we no, talking you, about Corey Perry? You call Bill
0: Kessel an asshole, but you also said that everybody loves him. Yeah, and like, I'm an Kirk, asshole. You guys love me. Chats, Hop on the Dash <laughs> Dranger because if ever, ever you saw live, and this is being recorded. But hey, I've hop on the Beer League Heroes text, about, text line and uh, let me know how much of
1: an phone. asshole I am tonight.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is, I, I, I don't get it. Where's I Dash mean, when you need sure to? Where's that Durson? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Here's your sign. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what the excitement's about with Phil Kessel. I get dash that you got the Phil Kessel uh, poster in your room.
2: Oh, I yeah. And, uh. Sorry,
0: yeah, I hung it right over top of my Devon Shore one, so. Yeah. You know what surprises me? I mean, I'm looking at Phil Kessel's career stats. He's never scored 40 in a season. Doesn't that... Like surprise you a little bit for a guy that like a premier he is and I yeah, I'm not gonna take anything away from him. He's a premier scorer in the league. But for a guy that's a premier scorer to have never scored more than forty in a season. Doesn't that surprise you? Doesn't that just tell you that's not the guy we want on our team? <laughs> All right, all right. Enough Phil Kessel talk. Let's talk this Manjapani contract. Because, you know, next year we're going to have, you know, the Battle of Alberta arguments back and forth. And, uh, of course, we're going to be biased on here because we're all Oilers fans. <laughs> I, like, you know, are the Flames doing we're on the right track. Like Manjapani at 5.8 after one like this to me is like screams of uh like an Oilers player that did super well in the playoffs and we're giving him a big contract thing. Manjapani has one good season prior to you know the world championship. Nobody even really, I mean they they noticed this guy but they didn't think he was going to be a 30 plus goal scorer, I don't think. It's Fernando Pisani. Yeah, like that's you know, I mean he was he's probably a career twenty plus goal scorer. But are we are we paying close to six million now for twenty plus guys? And is he gonna you know, is he gonna perform the same way? I mean, he he started out so hot that I think at that pace he was on route for what, fifty. At one point, wasn't he leading the league in goals or tied? at one point, or yep. pretty darn close. And then he finishes yeah, with Wiggles, 35. Too. Like, to me, I mean, Fogel probably was leading at a goals-per-game average at some point in the season, too, if you take, you know, six or seven games as a sample. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, is this, you know, are these... And, and let's patch in Huberto in here. Are the Flames... <laughs> Are the Flames destined <laughs> for failure for the next 10 years? How does yep. this look for them?
2: Yep, and yep. Yeah, I, I think as long as that, that, with the contract there for Manjupani, you get paid what you, what you performed there. In, Are you in your surprised, though,
0: Kirk, that like in Dash put me onto this, somebody, an Oilers fan did a poll, like who's better, Pani or Evander Kane? And Manjupani, I think when I last looked, was up by 52%. He's not better. And when
1: I voted, there was 800 votes and it was 60 some percent. Yeah, from when Manjipani. I
0: voted, there was about 1,300 votes. And it was, you know, is this Calgary Flames fans trolling this guy's account yep. and voting for Oh, Manjipani what? The, yeah, or, that's
1: like, hey, what happened? That's like, your text a friend vote.
0: Text a friend. Hey, go, go, go. I don't know, man. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: He could be Fernando Pisani for all we know, let alone yeah. better than Evander Kane.
2: He, he's, he's your typical third line winger. Like and they can well, I, yeah, so I'd I'd
0: I'd slot him in top six, but second line. Yeah. Yeah. But five points still guy. seems a little Grant bit high Smith. for me. He's a yeah, and he's a twenty goal a year guy to me, who's who happened yeah. to have a good season at thirty five and and might be in a position to really drop off if the pressure gets too high yeah. with a contract <laughs> like that. <laughs> right. And the fact that, you know, the Flames look to be maybe not the same team that they were last year. Obviously not. I mean, you just took out two. Well, they can't points. be the same team. Well, yeah, yeah,
1: you put a bunch back in. Let's not forget that Jonathan Huberdeau was the only player to pass Connor McDavid in scoring last season, you guys. There was a point in time where Huberdeau had more points than McDavid.
0: Oh, Huberdeau's um, yeah. good. I, I mean, there's no doubt there. And Wader's than a good addition.
1: Uyghurs, okay, so you went from Johnny Goudreau to Huberto, and in my opinion, that's a, that's a step up. I think so. I think Huberdeau's a better player than Goudreau. You got Mackenzie Weger, who, whether you guys know this or not, finished two points behind Darnell Nurse in Norris voting the season before last when, Norris, uh, when Nurse got seventh. Two points behind him was Weger in eighth for Norris voting. He is potentially... Arguably, a top ten to fifteen defensemen league. Yeah, the no, Calgary defensemen got eaten alive in the playoffs. They, they were bad, and now you've added somebody that's potentially the same quality of player as Nurse on the back end to Calgary. I, I, I think they're potentially better. Um, that said, are they the same team? No. What's their identity? That's, That's the thing question. with me, right? Like Matthew Kachuk was so, so, so much of, of the heartbeat of that team, in my opinion, that, you know, I, I do think that as far as identity goes, I don't know about, you know, offense goes, I think Kachuk drove Goudreau. I don't think it was the other way around when it came to, to identity. Um, you, you know, and like their identity wasn't good before. Like what has Huberto done in Florida? All he's done is choked and lost. Here, let me tell you
2: a story. So, <laughs> Do we have oh, a Michael, you know, I was in, you know, was, no,
1: well, you can mute me. You, you're the producer. Put
2: that, put that cord in the jukebox on that out.
1: So <laughs> I go to Calgary a few weeks. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Sure. Drop a little beat down. Um, so I go to Calgary a few weeks ago, Michael, you knew that for work because I had to bail on something and uh, I was a little last minute but i get to my hotel and um i purposely chose this hotel because they had uh electrical vehicle charging and so i i pull up and the pub that the hotel was attached to had a band there that night so of course there was you know a lot of non-hotel traffic and parking there and as i pull up to the four ev parking stalls there's a a dodge charger an f-150 and uh a couple of other i don't know Commercial vehicles, like I think a an electrician's truck or something like that. So I have to giggle. Like here, you know, we're in Calgary, and I'm the guy that's up in the redneck up in the north. But um, as I as I you know kind of circle the parking lot, I, I finally find a spot and I get out. And this lady's walking out of the hotel with her kid, and he's got a he's about twelve years old. He's got a Johnny Goudreau jersey on, and uh, I've got one of those Edmonton Oilers license plates and um she said yeah well you're pretty brave driving around this city with that license plate i would say that's pretty brave or you know it's, you, your team isn't uh, your team sucks and I said, you know we didn't need a team we just needed that one guy <laughs> um which i don't think she got my joke which which was fine because she just kind of looked at me stunned and she goes well enjoy your time in calgary with that plate it's pretty brave and i just said well i think it's pretty brave that you put your kid in a jersey like that when it's an obvious choking hazard. (laughs)
0: There's
1: very uh laden profound laden response there that I I'll probably stop my story. So what's Calgary's identity?
0: (laughs) That's the story.
1: Yeah, that's my story.
0: (laughs) By the way, I I, when I was living in Calgary, I had an oilers plate. And, uh, I wasn't the only one I, I would see an oilers plate every day in Calgary.
1: Yeah. Cause you uh, guys are in the same, same collision repair shop, getting your keyed cars right. prepared.
0: <laughs> yeah. On my way to the,
1: <laughs> on my way to the detailer. Why, why do we all have our mirrors kicked yeah. in? It's like a support group. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of us. He says, yeah, for sure. Oh what is, man. Uh, what all what Calgary. right. Stay classy Calgary's Calgary. To... Stay classy. Oh.
2: Calgary's identity—they're—they're they're just they're window dressing for a rebuild in probably about two years, three years tops. Like well, just, not if
1: not if what who is it? Sarabelli said that he's they're talking extension and ten and a half million in eight years. Well, It's,
0: it's done. That's a done deal. It's done. Is it yeah, official? Done. Did that
1: happen? Yeah. Oh, official.
0: okay. It's been called. I don't well, know. I man. was twenty-two-year-old. I mean, you're you're talking about, I like a here. guy who's going to be what thirty-seven when it's done. But your identity yeah. of your team can't be your coach. Yeah, like, that's, that's the yeah, Flames' identity the to me. It's Sutter. Too, yeah. yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I anyway. like. That's what
1: I gotta, gotta say about Manjiipani.
0: I love seeing the Flames, like crash and burn, but I mm-hmm. I want to see them be just good enough because that's heartbreaking for it. <laughs> like
1: that hurts. Oh, I'll, I'll hurts take a five most. game <laughs> series versus the Flames in the second round every
0: year. That's like that's what I want, right? Like I want the Flames yeah. to just be just squeak into the playoffs every year and just let us let them be our their be our first round fodder, right? Like I would would just love like just to see their hearts, you know, shatter every year would make me feel if okay. this
2: signing fails, if Huberdo fails, Trey Living's gone. This is his last bullet Look, in the uh, fucking well, chain. I mean here's the thing is Trey Living
0: <coughs> is constantly depends what he trades Huberdo for at the
2: trade deadline. <laughs>
0: Even now, like you go you go on Twitter and, and Flames fans are talking like Hubertot is a god. Right? Yeah. And yeah. year over year they've been saying the same thing, but like well, they
1: talk like Johnny Hockey was a god and now they've got Jonathan Hockey yeah. and he's better. And so. all of
0: a sudden Goudreau's nobody because he's gone. Yep. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're mm-hmm. happy he's gone. Like how many Flames fans have you have told you they oh, no I am happy he's gone. You see it it on Twitter. See of Red Central. Yeah, let's see a yeah. Red Central. I like that guy, but but yeah, but he he's he's me in the Flames <laughs> Flames jersey. <laughs> he is a Flames homer. Oh <laughs> yeah, There's no doubt. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm his cool. Flames homer per
1: sixty is high in his analytics. For I sure, I love it.
0: I love it. I I respect that. I respect it. Yeah, but dude. I but at the same time, I. I, hope I asked him to join the
1: network. He told me to F off. <laughs> I
0: hope that he's always sad. I, hope I wasn't even polite sad. about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's left? What's left? Free agents that are left to be signed. Right? We've got uh, Jason Robertson's not signed
2: yet. Jake Andrew, they're both going to get signed by Dallas. It's yeah, just a yeah. matter of time.
0: Wait, like, that's huge, though, right? Like, yeah, Robertson's going to be cap. a player.
1: Yeah, they got ten million left. You give Robertson and Ottinger five each, and she going What
0: do you guys think? Yeah. Like Jesper Brat? Like, yeah, I thought I
1: was surprised. Five point two, yeah, yeah. Joe, so I was also you, surprised when I heard his stats reiterated too. I was, yeah, he
0: had, a, he had a good season. He had a great season, and he's yeah. and he's, and he's still been trending kid. towards it. Yeah, right. Like he's twenty three years old. Yep. Yeah. Jesper Brat. Noah Dobson sign yet?
2: Nope. Not so, I
0: mean, mistaken, he's, right? uh, I remember the draft year. In fact, uh, Kelly, who's listening in on uh, YouTube, I think, did a live draft uh, show with me that year in uh, 2018, <coughs> if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he was a player we kind of liked. Uh, thought maybe even the Oilers might take a look at him that year. Um, same year as uh, Bouchard, right? Yep. No it was it Kelly's
1: website where I read that Kadri's coming in for one year at one point
0: two five? Could be Kadri. One year, show me Manjapani signed.
1: Just like Hoso when he when he got his ass kicked by one team, he went and joined joined the other one. Figured he'd be better off in Detroit. <laughs> then Pittsburgh beat him again.
0: <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Like when I look at these, you know, these guys like Kadri and. Um, you know, like guys that really, you know, sh- should have signed like day one, right? Like, do Ca- you think Kadri was waiting on the avalanche and the avalanche screwed him over?
1: I don't, I wouldn't say screwed him over. I think they probably said, we really want you to come back. And Kadri probably said, I really want to come back. Uh, I think Joe said, "Gonna probably mean you got to make, the same amount of money for another year or two you want to make 4.5 again and came and why don't you try and make it like 5.5 or 6 if you can and I'll just chill and it just hasn't shaken down I think once Josh Matheson came back that was that Um, which was a fantastic re-sign really jealous what do you think
0: about Klingberg going to um manaheim for seven mil one year and modified no trade right like he he's going to write his ticket at the deadline well
1: i mean i think here's what i think of it i think the writing's on the wall his agent did a shitty job his agent did a good job he wouldn't have fired him um his agent had to recognize that this is a rare year where there was a lot of offensive right-handed defensemen on the market um, Justin Schultz was available,
0: but you, if you um, don't sign first day, like we see this all the time, right? Like if I, it, you know, if I'm a player and my agent doesn't get me signed within the first half hour, I know I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like those first, those first deals are all ridiculous.
1: Klingberg's got to expect that he would get, um, in. Iskinen- Seth Jones, Wierenschke, Nurse, Money, would he not? Yeah. He's right
0: there with those guys. He's probably in fishing tier. for ten. Well,
2: yeah. that's just probably fishing for ten.
0: And and Didn't I get it. I think there had to have been teams that would have given him ten.
2: Who? I don't know. Arizona? <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I think Buff- Buffalo.
2: Buffalo probably would have. <laughs> but here's the thing: right, perfect like right,
1: perfect right-hand defenseman to bring in to mentor Power and Dalene. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Be perfect. but
0: He was on he a modified No trade before Buffalo. too, wasn't he, Klingberg? Wasn't that the reason why we didn't think he'd come to Edmonton before, if I'm not mistaken? I remember?
1: I can't remember. I think you're right. It was like a seven-team list he had to yeah. submit yeah. that he wouldn't go to or something like that, but I'll look it
2: up. Yeah, makes sense.
0: Yeah, um, and, and I think that's tough, right? Like you, you know, I hate those I hate those contracts. I mean, I hate those contracts more for being being others cuz it screwed us out of so many players, right? Uh, <laughs> and for the record, if it's broberry, it's actually clingberry as well. name
1: so okay. yeah. Well, we're is, not I'm I'm serious. serious clingberry. It's pronounced clingberry.
0: It is. We're not even pronounced. saying broberry. Yeah, here, bird. except for you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> we <laughs> like I'm not in the end. we like people to understand what we're saying. You got a story? Oh, Another geez. story to tell, Dash? <laughs> should, should we settle in? Should we? I've got, ton, the, I've got tons <laughs> of stories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kelly's like Peter Forsbury. There's a poem. Oh, can he <laughs> listen oh, to every man. show? I love it when he's on. <laughs> we'll just get Kelly to join us. It's hot in Mere Taiwan right now, tech- no doubt
1: Beer League Heroes text line
0: I've had Kelly on many times
1: Yeah, I know, many I've heard times.
0: it not for, uh, not for a while But, uh, hey, Kelly I was we'll a big chat. fan of yours Let's before I chat. sabotaged your show, Michael I yeah. think you forget that Yeah, I've, I might I might go back to the A-list again <laughs> <laughs> You might make some moves to make me a fan Instead of that's a that's contributor right, yeah, again <laughs> We're making,
2: we're making <laughs> some moves You're too fan, yeah
0: uh you know what we're um we're pretty close to the hour here. Um I you just, know I, I think you know the big things I wanted to talk about obviously Manjapani, we talked about him talked about Yamamoto which is probably the biggest Oilers news. Puljarvi I mean we'll see I still you know might might I contend the only thing that's stopping me from saying he's not getting traded right now is the fact that like Holland just it, he made it sound like he's starting a season on the Oilers roster in his um, mm-hmm. Reed Wilkins thing. Uh, we talked about Phil Kessel. I think there's there's enough smoke there that it's not going to surprise me if it's going to happen. I just there's a there's a, a large fan base that seems excited about this Phil Kessel thing. Hey, and and I you know what, Michael. I, like. To me, it feels Phil a lot like is a thrill. <laughs> to me, the whole Phil Kessel thing seems, you know, a lot like you know you're signing a guy that
2: I, I just don't. Anyway, I I'm- do. You imagine a Jack Michaels calls when he scores? <laughs> he go, he go <laughs> ballistic. Build a thrill! Oh my god! <laughs> Yeah, hey, that's, why, that's why. That's why.
0: That's why we need to sign him. What's he like hey. on the uh, shootout? Is he any good? Like, is he a shootout specialist? Do they oh even God. put him on the shootout? <laughs> he does do shootout shoot in a wheelchair. Goals? Where do you find shootout <laughs> stats? Anybody know? I don't even know where you find shootout. Oh,
1: uh, find anything
0: yeah, can somewhere.
1: Find Quantum like Hockey, hockey. Quantum DB Quantum or hockey. something.
2: Yeah, it'd probably be Hockey. Yeah, it's Hockey.
1: Yeah, it's Natural yeah. Stat Trick. Yeah. Um, let What's, me read you the top. Let me read you the top ten scorers in the NHL mm-hmm. over the last fourteen years. Fourteen years consistency. Oh, oh he did, he never got to forty. Yeah, but never got to forty. He, never got to okay. forty. All he did is keep up with Ovechkin, Stamkos, Crosby, Kane. He was in the high thirties a lot, man. And yeah, he
0: was in the high thirties a lot. The yeah, seventh highest scorer over the last fourteen years.
1: <laughs> hey. Ahead Duncan
0: of Malkin Duncan Keith ahead was of a Perry. Hall of Famer. Duncan Keith was a Hall of Famer. And that didn't first seem to, ballot. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh and, you, and you didn't seem to be phased at all by that. Didn't phase <laughs> you. That guy. Yeah. Had, you know, <laughs> Did I
1: you see the five point five million he
0: was making versus the one point five that Phil Thrill wants to play for? <laughs> I think we, we should have called this the Phil Kessel. <laughs> Phil Kessel episode. Hey, I mean, is Kelly is, still uh, listening?
1: Is Kelly still listening? Hey, Phil Castle has twice as many goals as Peter Forsbury.
0: <laughs> there we go. What's he got? Uh how many rings? Just, just the one year?
2: Yeah, I yeah. think.
1: Yeah, just one. Yeah,
2: just, just one. one.
1: Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah. Uh before before you uh, jump anywhere else here, I, I just wanted to go back to McLeod there for a second. I saw a tweet by uh, oh Jesus now now I'm falling flat here. Um, Jonathan Willis, and it was a it was a quoted tweet. Somebody said something like an offer sheet for McLeod. Now would that screw Holland's plan up big time?
0: Well, it could, but like what?
2: What do you that's offer them though? Yeah, like that's a douche move just to begin with. Like, and somebody mentioned Anaheim. I was like, yeah, I could see them doing that, possibly, just to fuck <laughs> with with Hall.
1: Mike Mike Greer turn full heel, full heel <laughs> turn. <laughs> fuck you, others
2: <laughs> you screwed <laughs> me again? <laughs> <My> <laughs>
1: Battle of the Horn Part Two. It's <laughs> going be- <laughs>
2: <laughs> New school no, versus I, old school.
1: <laughs> at the end of the day, McLeod oh, wow. has to sign it, right? And I think he wants to stay in Edmonton. That's the yeah. bottom line there.
2: Yeah, I say he says no, but, but it was an interesting tidbit there. Yeah. I found so I, later okay, I so here's
0: here's the thing, okay. right? Like, so you've got, um, and and if he signs an offer sheet, right, he's, he's going to sign something that he's going to want to play under, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so is he going to sign? You know, for an extra million this year when he's got he's got a chance to play on a team where he can, when he comes out of this next contract, he could he could have a nice little payday, right? Whereas he could go to you know, in this instance here, they're saying somebody like Anaheim, yeah, (laughs) especially. I mean, could you even imagine (laughs) the McLeod Kessel? People will be we might sick. not hey, kid, get wheels because McCloud an will cost us too much. They'll be singing about. that <laughs> will be. They'll be singing about
2: that. Hey, line. kid! Here you got the wheels. You're the wheels line here. Here's an anchor for you to slow Niel- you down, Nielsen will
0: have a hell of a Kessel song, I'm sure. Oh,
2: the gold. Uh, the gold song would be epic.
0: The gold song. It would be worth it, maybe for the gold song. Props <laughs> right. to, uh, props to Nielsen and the and the gold songs.
2: Maybe like an Oscar Mayer Wiener. Job.
0: Yeah, it'd be, no it'd be something good. No, yeah, it'd I be mean, something I'll, good.
1: I'll take an extra million a year to go and play with Maxime Comtois and Sam Carrick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I think McLeod's future, right? Like, to, you know, for an extra million this year, I think he misses out on the potential. That he could get if you know it's it's whether he wants to bet on himself right like you know if he does a nice little bridge with the oilers to, you know two years maybe three two years more than likely i think
2: if he was offered to rate right money do you think he'd go long term if it was by holland or do you figure no no way
0: well, they, I just no. I don't think there's there's the money there for the Oilers to pay them long term right now. Yeah. Unless, you know, they make one of these moves that, you know, we're talking about today, right? Like, yep. you got to get rid of Barry or they got to get rid of, right? it cost you um, two and a
1: half or three over probably four million because you got to buy at least a year or two of his UFA and he's still two years away. So it's got to be a four yeah. year deal, in which case you're looking at four by three. Or,
2: I was thinking three. And I don't.
1: I don't think McLeod wants that. He's a $5 million player by the Waiting time
2: in the wings. The yep.
1: Arbitration. Yeah. Like
2: though.
0: he, I mean, he just keeps getting better and better. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's, you know, and he played up. Like I love McLeod. He played up and down the lineup. Versatile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like wherever you needed him, he could play on the first line if you need him to suck in. the
1: ceiling for sure.
0: Kill penalties. Right? Yeah. Like, and there's not a lot in my, like, there's not a lot of players like him that have that ability. They don't, you know, you, I don't think you play him top six minutes, you know, anything uh, sustained, but if you need he's him like there, he's good. He's for like
2: another, games. he's like another nudge with wheels pretty yeah. much when you, yeah. when you stop and think about it, it's got better skiing. Than yeah. And I mean, Nuge. if he,
0: you know, if he gets anything mm-hmm. close to a scoring touch, I mean. You know who he looks like is uh, he? He looks like the next kind of like Manjapani with like a thirty-plus goal season that just surprises the hell out of you, right? Like if he gains a scoring touch, right? Yeah, like uh, to me, he's he's one of the more exciting prospects in our. I mean, he's not a prospect anymore. It's not a prospect anymore. You know, what I mean, he's one of the more exciting sort of up-and-comers in our on our team. Yeah. All right. Mm that's it that's all I got guys anything did we miss anything tonight we want to talk about Phil Castle some more <laughs> I got some time <laughs> all right uh, we're done we're uh, shutting it down we just want to say thank you to everybody tuning in again thank you Kelly for all the comments thanks for agreeing with me because uh, it was the only right thing to do and um, appreciate uh, <laughs> it's Kelly's asking for another story from Dash uh Dash will get his last word and then we're gonna finish it off with uh, Kirk to um set that up tonight. Uh hey, um Heavy Hockey Network uh is doing some great things. We've got um lots coming up for the upcoming year. Lots of stories. Go to heavyhockey.com. dot com. Uh new podcasts, of course, uh as we know. Um Kirk's got uh, Kirk's got his own. Uh jeez, I'm gonna screw this up. Paddle down paddle down paddle podcast i yeah. went i went blank there edp yeah i went blank uh kirk's got the paddle down podcast Brilliant. uh we've got uh eric friesen's got 99 forever dash just kind of floats in the wind and um and then uh, actually dash and uh durst are doing uh straight off the pipe and then of course um Tell I you're, sabotaged your show. You're here and you're on, uh, you're watching Oilers Live and appreciate that and appreciate everybody that tunes in, whether they listen to the recorded version or however you listen. Do appreciate that. Um, but anyway, might, all this to say is, um, you know, keep uh, checking heavyhockey.com. Lots going on. If you you know, want to do or contribute, um, please reach out to me. Um, We could use some new voices. Uh, I'm certainly tired of the ones we got right now. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. But seriously, (laughs) we could really... No, no, we could use... um, We've got uh, Jeff Aides going to start doing some uh, Buffalo Sabre stuff and, you know, we'll branch out to you know more hockey stuff. I'm going to have some uh, Mooseheads um talk on there this year. Uh just working out some uh, last minute uh, arrangements on doing a little bit more QMJHL coverage um as I'm out here in Mooseheads territory. And then of course I'll be watching the uh World Juniors live and in person. Uh, here, um, in Halifax this year. So anyway, please, uh, please do reach out. Um, I've had a couple of people reach out that want to be guests on the show. I'm always, um, willing to listen to what you have to say. I mean, I do put up with dash most down. weeks. So, um, yeah, but we're going to, um, it's going to be a slow time here. So yeah, I might, um, switch to every second week until maybe for the next month, just, uh, slow things down and take a little break myself before we move into, um, full on mode and, and get, uh, get going for another season of Oilers hockey. And this in my mind is probably the most exciting one that's, uh, upcoming. Um, somebody by the name of Grava D on YouTube says, Jeff Aid is my hero. And I'm guessing that's Jeff's, um, burner account maybe on youtube but we'll, <laughs> we'll
1: see he, he, let, he let leo stay up late tonight
0: <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right all right dash uh, what do you got for us before we finished off with kirk tonight
1: i don't know i was just gonna say good night but i don't want to disappoint kelly now <laughs> no please please disappoint kirk, <laughs> don't don't worry about kirk that. have i ever told you about the date, the time that i had made my junior hockey team oh no, no. All right. Okay. okay. So I'm. Uh, I graduate high school early. I'm 17 years old, and I moved to the big city of uh, Regina from small town Winyard, and I figure, you know, I I need to make some some hockey teams and keep this, you know, dream alive. So I go out and I try out for uh, for the Regina Capitals, and let's just say the camp didn't go as well as I thought my aspirations may have taken me to, and my my one goal. And two assists after four games wasn't really cutting it. Um, I was the youngest guy there, but I, uh, I really wanted to play. It was an expansion team, and I figured that was the team that I could make, if any. Um, so it was the last game of the exhibition season, and uh, we went out to a Moose Jaw to, to play in the crush can there. Um, and it was the third period. I'd had another terrible game, and uh, I leaned over to the guy that was the captain of, of the Capitals the year before and said, uh, what do you think I got to do to make this team? And he said you see that guy right over there and right am on right wing there number eight go fight him i said oh, all right cool naive and dumb and young dumb and young so i uh i take the next draw and uh he happens to be you know but we're i had to switch to to left wing so that i could you know be on the same side as him and he kind of looked at me like what the hell is this kid doing and I said, hey, I'm not going to make this team, but I think I need to fight you in order to try and have a chance. you want to give me a go? And he said, absolutely not. There's not a chance. So he uh, the puck was dropped, and he did a 180, and I absolutely two-handed him across the back of the legs as hard as I could, like just absolutely tomahawked him right across the ankles. And he looked at me and turned around with hatred in his eyes like I've never seen any human being before. And uh, he came at me, and let me just say, I was uh, – five nine probably 185 maybe 190 and he was uh six foot four 240 pounds I look it up his name was tyler large and his name was not just that <laughs> um and uh tyler gave me one in the mouth and and i thought i was gonna die and then at that point in time when we were tussling i felt this fighting strap break I thought, oh boy, now we're good. And I happened to get his jersey over him. And I don't know, I had a guardian angel that day on my shoulder, Kirk. But I happened to feed him about 15 consecutive uppercuts to the point where he hacked his jersey and his elbow pads in the stands. And uh, basically, you know, like only a moose jaw <laughs> warrior could, he, uh, he danced all the way to the dressing room with vulgarity. And I um, took the the bus ride back home to regina i got to sit in the back seat because they couldn't believe that this 17 year old kid just went and apparently i found out on the bus ride home that tyler large was the heavyweight champion of the league and they were absolutely trolling me they just thought that this guy was gonna fucking annihilate me and they were just feeding me to a rottweiler for dinner for their own humor so uh turns out that i, I had somebody looking over me that day and thanks to that guardian angel because i got to play 15 games of junior before i got cut. That. <laughs> that's all i gotta say
0: there's your story, Kelly. <laughs> There's the story. I'll edit. I'll edit the recording and put some soft yeah, music. behind that, that yeah. and some elevator music a little bit and Nice.
1: <laughs> some sound effects maybe. Sound Pow, effects. Yeah.
0: Get some video. <laughs> Do all those all the fun things. <laughs> Recreation. i <laughs> uh, wrinkly and bald. Uh, Kirk, you know the uh, you know the drill. You get the last word. We throw ourselves on mute. And um like when you say goodnight, uh, that's it. That's where we call it. And um we're done. So appreciate uh again, appreciate everybody for tuning in today. Uh fun show. And uh see uh, I think we'll go unless there's some big news happens, we'll go in a couple weeks. All right. Or if unless if I get some different guests. <laughs> I just can't.
2: All right,
1: all right, you're up. Don't forget, I have your passwords. I that's can log right. in when you're away.
0: You're <laughs> Kirk up. and I'll have our own damn show. We know where the talent lies. You're up, Kirk. I'm going to hit mute. There you go.
2: All right, thanks for giving me the platform here, Mike. Uh, happy to be here as always. Dash, always a always an awesome time when you're on. It's never a dull moment. That's for damn sure um i want to finish out this week by uh i'm actually surprised yeah, I appreciate the invite on
1: the podcast that i named
2: I, i'm getting the i'm getting to that man i'm getting to it just just give me a give me a second here to, to
1: sorry my, my mute button
2: broke <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i actually was surprised that this wasn't brought up here tonight but we got to give a shout out and uh i guess a tip to the cap to uh a long time i i think he was a very polarizing figure in edmonton especially with the oilers and that's kevin lowe retired this week um he said that he wanted to spend more time with family especially his grandkids which is completely understandable and uh he, he spent most of his his life let alone his career in edmonton um he was a heck of a player he he was a he was a shut defenseman and plain and simple had a little bit of a little bit of playmaking skills a little bit of passing ability but uh, and then you know when the opportunity was was given to him he became a coach for one year and then uh, excelled to a manager managerial position um, can't forget 06. that was that was some good that was some good uh maneuvering there by him there at the deadline um and then so on and so forth very polarizing figure there when you know at times you yeah, know, I mean, you'll never forget the 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 challenge with uh <laughs> with um with Brian Burke they're doing it out in the barn somewhere <laughs> like I said to the boys there in the chat I'd pay money still to this day to, to see that fight go down that would be it that would be one for the ages but uh <laughs> Yes, sir. And uh but just overall, like the work that he, he did afterwards, after he he um within the community as well. You you anywhere you you went, you can always hear a good story about Kevin Lowe. He loved being an Ematonian, still loves being an Amitonian. So my hat's off to you, Kevin. I know I wasn't the biggest fan of yours at times throughout your major career with some of the things that you said, but at least you were honest. You're straightforward, you're honest. You never you never skipped a beat. You you shot straight from the hip and I, I totally respect that. So with that, good night everybody
1: Oilers Live podcast. yes